And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we are back. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Startup Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conaway, founder and CEO of Innovate Her KC, and I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about today's episode of Startup Hustle and our fabulous sponsors. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by Fullscale.io. As you probably know, entrepreneurs and founders, hiring software developers can be really, really hard, and Fullscale is there. They are going to be there for you. They can help you build a software team quickly, affordably, easily. They have a platform to help you manage it. It's incredible. So definitely visit fullscale.io to learn more. Now, I have been hearing about the guest that we have on our our show today for quite some time. Uh, it was introduced to me by someone I, I deeply respect and admire, Garnett Harriman of Aperture Venture Capital. Uh, Garnett really, really wanted me to talk to this guest, and I'm very, very excited to hear what he has to say. But we have with us today Jeffrey McCormick, and he is co-founder and CEO of Iris. Uh, They are a financial services company, but we're going to be talking about a lot of different stuff. And I am so excited to have Jeff on the show with us today. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Lauren. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm not even kidding. Like Garnett has been like, you have to have him on the show. You have to have him on the show. And I'm like, I can't wait because (laughs) anybody that Garnett recommends to me, I'm like, in. I'm down. Let's do this. So I know I really have to deliver. I mean, I do feel like there is some pressure on your shoulders and I will report back to Garnett, but I am also so confident that this is going to be a great show. I just feel it. We, we did great in prep. We were having fun. (laughs) It was fun. Uh, so so let's go ahead and just get this party started. And I'm just going to ask you, hey, Jeff, tell us about your journey. Yeah, so let's uh, let's roll back to 2008. Uh, okay. My wife, my Not wife. All the eight... way back to birth. All no, right. No, no. We'll roll back to 2008. Um, my wife had just uh, given birth to our first son. Uh, he was all of two weeks old. I'm holding in my arm and my left leg goes numb to a point where I can't stand anymore. I need to sit down. Uh, and my wife, being a surgical physician assistant, goes, yeah, there's something wrong. So that started my journey uh, to a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Oh, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it didn't really hit me, <laughs> you know, that, that you know, what this disease journey would, was going to look like. But yeah. boy, did the financial impact of my journey uh, hit me pretty quickly. Uh, so I was one of the, you know, 5% of employees at the time that was on a high deductible health plan. So my MRI cost came first, that was 1500 bucks. My diagnostic cost comes second. That's a couple hundred dollars. And then the, then the treatment, uh, costs roll in, uh, and you're talking tens of thousands of dollars. Um, I can't, I can't even imagine. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Well, thank you. 
you know, I got to tell you, and, and we do have a lot of international, you know, listeners, folks from around the globe who they're pro- they might even be listening to this right now and saying, hey, you know, we have universal health care and we have and I'm yeah, lucky like, hey, that's not really the case here in the States. Our, our wow. health care system is like, oh, you have a, a chronic illness. Good luck. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is a Hunger Games type of uh, type of scenario. Yeah, uh, and and the the reality is, while I was one of the few people dying, uh, that had high high deductible health plans in two thousand and eight, over fifty percent of employees had were you know part of a high deductible health plan last year, and the average out of pocket cost has risen a hundred percent over that time frame. So sixty six thousand dollars is the average amount that people pay out of pocket before health insurance kicks in. Well, and you uh, so, also have to consider, like if you're talking about rising healthcare costs, you also have to view that in through the lens of like what else is going on. I mean, we have massive inflation, we have wages that have stagnated. And so you're you're not just introducing a difficult circumstance, you're introducing an impossible one to your life. How do you pay off thousands upon thousands of dollars when economically we are just not, we're not built to do that? No, no. And, and when it captures such a large portion of your budget, it really becomes problematic. And, and the unfortunate reality is that a third of people with chronic illness can't pay their bills on an annual basis. Um, is that p- poor financial management or lack of funds? Uh, that's what IRIS is really intended to help people solve is how do I pay my current bills, but also plan for the future and ensure that my family's interests are protected. That's incredible. So can you tell us a little bit about how do you do that or how does IRIS do that? Yeah. So IRIS is a, it's a uh, financial planning platform uh, that, you know, intakes data. We, We connect through Plaid. Uh, so users connect their financial accounts with Plaid. We pair that with financial data uh, that we um, have d- developed disease-specific models uh, for autoimmune diseases. Uh, and we uh, map the individual's financial future, but provide them with resources and tools to help them mitigate out of po- current out-of-packet costs but also strategies on how they can protect themselves and their fa- family's financial interests well into the future. Oh man, I, I really kind of, I want to drill down a little bit on it. Please. You said that it is condition specific. Can you, can, cause like you, so you have MS. Mm-hmm. I am, we talked about this a little bit in prep, but I'm a diabetic, which is also a chronic autoimmune disorder. Basically my pancreas is like, screw you. I want right. to eat myself and stop doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, and that's, you know, it is what it is, but can you talk to us about how you developed these different kind of verticals based on condition? Well, sure. Uh, so as you think about you know, financial planning, uh, there's three elements that matter, right? It's how much you make, how much you spend, and how much you save. And those three elements create an interplay about whether you have success or failure in any given year uh, or into the future. So can I save enough during my earning years to fund my non-earning years, which many of us think of as retirement years, but as chronically ill individuals, we may have to be forced out of the workforce before we're ready to retire. Sure. Uh, so each disease has a different trajectory. 
each person has a different trajectory. So at Iris, we're looking to meet people where they are in their disease journey to help them better understand where they might be a year, five years, 10 years, 30 years into the future, and what they can do to improve the probability that they have the resources needed to meet all of life's goals, all of their goals, their family goals, um, but um, really have the resources available to them that they, that they need. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that. And we are going to drill down a little bit uh, into that later for sure, because I, I, I have like five different questions that I want to ask you. But the first thing I want to do, I actually want to take it back to you. Okay. So, so Jeff, talk to us about how Iris and how the platform has, has impacted your personal journey. Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. Uh, so I actually was a financial advisor prior to uh, uh, starting uh, Iris, uh, and uh, a lot of the problems that I saw within the wealth management industry were the uh, problems that I was looking to solve with Iris out of the gate. Uh, so high fees uh, with certain advisors. So illustrating. How the, how the destruction of high fees can have on individuals' wealth. It's great for the advisor. It's bad for the, bad for the client sure. uh, when the advisor is pay, paying too much. Um, what I realized quickly, we launched an initial tool, uh, and what we realized quickly was that people that were currently working with a financial advisor didn't really, didn't really have a whole lot of interest in a digital tool that would tell them they were paying too much. And that makes sense. Advisory relationships are relationship businesses. Um, so we, we had to pivot and it was during, you know, my, my entrepreneurial journey, probably the most influential aspect has been my time in the Founders Institute. Uh, so, uh, I was in a role founder, uh, with Founders Institute Toronto, uh, and it was through their mentorship, uh, and tutelage and through that program that they really forced me to dig deep. They said, Jeff, what is it about you, you that, that can help you build a solution, solve a problem that no one else can build? Yeah. Uh, and that's where we really started to focus on this, uh, this disease-specific modeling uh, yeah. because of my, my backstory, uh, because of what I could speak to that very few others could, along with my financial uh, services uh, industry experience, Pairing those two together, um, you know, we believe we can build a very powerful solution. We are building one. Uh, it's been validated by partners and 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 um, and, and users. That that's absolutely incredible, and I, I want to hear about Founders Institute. But just for a little bit of context, do you happen to know, you know, how many people in America are living with chronic illness at any given moment? I feel like that's a stat that should be out there if it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the, worldwide, there's 850 million people wow. uh, with, with a chronic illness. Yeah. In the U.S., uh, nearly 52% of all adults manage one or more chronic illnesses. And that could so be- We're talking 150 million people. That could be anything from like IBS to MS to diabetes to yep. heart issues. Uh, that's okay. That's that's significant. That's, a, I mean, I hate to put it in such um, 
you know, kind of money businessy terms, but that that's a large potential for market share right there <laughs> that you have. You have a, a captive and, and willing audience because it's a real problem. Um, and so I, I love your approach and how you're you're attacking it. Talk to us a little bit more. I found this fascinating. And I, you know, we talk often on the show about the power of good mentorship uh, and finding people who are smarter than you, surrounding yourself with them and figuring out how you can make your product or your service offering and yourself as a leader even better, stronger, more efficient. So talk to us a little bit more about Founders Institute. Can you kind of drill down in there to to some of the the programming that they offered and some of the mentorship opportunities? Yeah. So uh, for those of you that don't know the Founders Institute program, it's actually the largest pre-seed accelerator program in the world. Um, you know, I think they, they provide, you know, they have over 90 chapters worldwide uh, and have launched thousands of companies since their forming. Uh, and it really is very pro- programmatic. It's 14 weeks of intensive program uh, that on average takes took me about 20 to 25 hours per week to complete the uh, assignments that were required. And that's on top of my, my full-time work week, my entrepreneurial (laughs) work week. Um, But most important to me, listen, I've had a, I've had a great career uh, and have wonderful mentors, including Garnett, uh, who I I view as a, as a dear friend and, and, and one of my closest advisors, but it's the exposure to mentors with different perspectives at the Founders Institute that I found the most refreshing. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, they're, they're accessible, right? So Founders Institute creates a platform where you can connect with these individuals, get on their calendar. Uh, some of them are very, very generous with their time. Uh, and the, the, the deeper you drill with these individuals, the more and more insights and perspectives that they provide you um, that you know, can serve you a lifetime. Uh, I, I wouldn't be sitting here with you today and talking about this story if it wasn't for that journey. Uh, and uh, knock on wood, I'll graduate from Founders Institute Toronto on July 28th. That's our graduation date. Oh man, it's uh, so close. So, I, I feel yeah. like you're almost there, man. Like I believe yeah. in you. you. You got this. Like If Thank I were you. a betting woman, I would bet on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that is, that is awesome. I mean, congratulations on being accepted and working your way through the program. But honestly, I think one of the most impressive things about your story is how you were able to internalize and validate all of this information you were receiving from the Founders Institute and turn it into a really powerful pivot and opportunity for your business. You know, that's what, when we talk about coachability, that's what we're talking about. Like, do you take feedback? Can you use feedback and turn it into something really, really positive, a really great opportunity? And it sounds like you've definitely done that. So congratulations, sir. Well done. Thank thank you, Lauren. Appreciate it. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, so, so let's talk a little bit more about about this opportunity and what I what I'd like to hear now and I'm sure that you have a ton of these but I'm going to give you an opportunity to brag on yourself. You ready? Uh, actually I'm going to give you the opportunity to brag on Iris. Sorry. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you have like some case studies or some, you know, clients that you've worked with who have, you know, worked the system and figured out you figured out the platform and really really seen success in their their fi- financial empowerment? Is that what we're going to call this? 
Yeah, uh, financial well-being, empowerment. Yeah, yeah, uh, no yeah. question. I mean, the the goal, you know, one of things reduce financial stress, right? Is you know, the people are worried about you know how to manage the day to day, worried about the relationship, people they've entrusted to help them. Um, you know, no matter what worries, whatever baggage, financial or health baggage you come to Iris with, it's our job to unpack it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so I've got two that come to mind. Uh, the first is a, uh, a, a lovely woman, uh, mother, uh, healthcare professional, uh, uh, mother of one, uh, who came to Iris um, and really just didn't have a grasp. Uh, you know, she does she does reasonably well financially, uh, but didn't understand all the moving pieces uh, and how how to put it all together, how to package it all together, and and make it work for her. So in working with her through that problem, we were ident- able to identify over $1,500 per year in savings uh, that, oh, wow. that she could uh, increase her allocation to her HSA account. Uh, and by doing so, have more money for future healthcare costs. Yeah. Uh, and um, really, because she has good disposable income, we really advised her or talked to her about, you know, not using her HSA or her health savings account money to pay for current medical bills, but pay for those out of pocket and let the invest the HSA account, let that grow so that it's there when she needs to pay for Medicare premiums. And the unfortunate reality is many of us with chronic illness will need assisted living in the future. Uh, And those costs are going to be exorbitant uh, when we need them like half a million dollars. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and so, ongoing, you know, and ongoing. essentially like ongoing exactly. until you die. And that's, right. that's a really scary thing to think about because not only do you have to deal with your own vulnerability and your own fears about, you know, all kinds of things, but then you also have to think about those who come after like your kids and, you know, are you setting your kids up for significant debt and, you know, how are you... So, so I can't imagine the peace of mind that could come with taking control of a very uh, uncontrol- uncontrollable piece of your life. Like I, every single individual I know that has chronic illness, there is a component of being out of control to it. Like for you, you know, I, I'm not sure what kind of MS you have, but like you never really know when a body part's going to go numb and stop working as it should. I'm never going to know. I never know when my blood sugar is going to freak out <laughs> and right. decide to like, you know, make me stop. You know, there, there are days where, you know, my blood sugar spikes or it, you know, it, it drops and then it's like, Oh, Lauren's not good for anything today, you know, and, and you didn't know that going in. And so being able to have that peace of mind and have that structure around a very, very scary ongoing thing. Um, I imagine must be, it must be really, really powerful. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, th- thank you. Uh, you know, that's a great testimonial, Lauren. You want, you want, can I put that up on the website? Yeah, please uh, do. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but yeah, that's the goal, right? I mean, you're exactly right. I, I actually will, will be having a social post here later this month, which is with people with chronic illness, our head's always spinning. It's always spinning because it's just what you just said. We don't know what's around the corner. Right. So if we can take one element, which is our finances, and and not I'm not saying that I'm going to let you put your head on the pillow, sleep easy, and not have to worry about it anymore. But at least you have two hands on the wheel. 
you know where you're headed, uh, and you feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, you may not be 100% confident, but you're, you're much more comfortable uh, in what is in store for you than you were before using Iris. Yeah. If I can do that, then I've done my job, and I will be a very happy man. I, I love that so much. I mean, on a day-to-day basis, you know, I, I have, I might have the worry that, oh, you're going to eat a piece of birthday cake at that party and then your foot's going to fall off. That's a worry that I have. I'm like, ah, okay, <laughs> what's coming from this? But to be able to take control of your, your finance, your finances and your, your care plans and all of that, like just, again, just so impressive. So I, I am going to take just a moment and I'm going to tell you about something else that is very, very impressive. Uh, our listeners, ha- they know about Full Scale. Uh, Full Scale is the producer of the Startup Hustle podcast. They are the reason that we are here. They are the reason that we get to hear all of these amazing founder stories. But they are also expert software developers. Uh, finding those experts, it doesn't have to be hard. If you visit fullscale.io, they're going to be able to help you build a software team quickly and affordably. You can use the full-scale proprietary platform to define your technical needs. You can find available developers, testers, and leaders who are ready to join your team. Uh, You're going to be talking to an amazing group of people who are invested in your success. Visit fullscale.io to learn more. Folks, we are here with Jeff McCormick. He is founder and CEO of Iris. And we're talking about, you know, Iris is a financial platform, but really it's, it's a tool for empowerment and peace of mind. And so, so Jeff, I, I, I know that I keep on giving you kudos, but I don't think I can express to you like how much you're, what you're saying is speaking to like my spirit. I'm like, I want to sign up for Iris right now. <laughs> uh, so, so let's do. talk offline yeah. about that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah of course. <laughs> so I, I want to talk to you about fear because I, I really think that that's what you're addressing. I mean, you can sit there and you can throw all of the spreadsheets and all of the, you know, databases and all of the actuarial tables and and all of that. You can throw all of that at a person. But really the problem that you are solving with Iris is fear. And so I, I, I want to, I want to drill down on that with you just a little bit. And I want to talk to you, what are some of the ways that you see fear manifest in your clients before they come to Iris? What does that look like? Wow. That's, uh, that's deep. Um, I, I know we, yeah, we deep yeah, on it. I, I feel like you, you, you maybe, uh, uh, peaked at our vision statement, uh, which, you know, is, uh, <laughs> I did not, but if, yeah. if we're like, if you and I are feeling the vibe, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, real quick, you know, it's equitable access to a future yes. without financial fear for everyone. Right. So yeah. fear is in our vision statement. Um, you know, it's, you know, we, we, before the break, we really talked about it. It's the fear of the unknown, right? It's the fear of what's around the corner. Um, I'm fearful because of the burden that I may become on my family in the future. Right. Um, for 14 years, I've been very well controlled. Yeah. I'm on my fourth disease modifying drug. Uh, but by and large, I've had no degradation in my physical or cognitive abilities, so I'm extraordinarily uh, uh, lucky um, yeah. because because of that. But I'm 43. How am I going to be in 20 years? Right? Am I going to be you know wheelchair bound? Uh, am I going to need assisted living? Am I going to need a nurse to come in and, and help me? I don't know. 
That's the fear I live with every single day from a health aspect. That's the, frankly, that's in talking to people with chronic illnesses, that's the fear they live with too, yeah. uh, is the burden that we will place on our families or the system over time. Unfortunately, I can't help with the health side, right? But what I'm, what I'm looking to do- Well, not that I do. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. No, I'm a chartered financial analyst, but not a doctor. Uh, the the thing that we you know we hope to do is say, okay, yes, un- unfortunately, you know that's a real po- uh, possibility. But how do we ensure that your health burden, if it comes to that, does not become a wealth burden to your family? How do we protect your assets so that your family's well being is protected? Um, you know, so that's another part of the of the IRIS journey that we are our users. I don't like to call them clients. I think they look at them as users. Okay. Um, is, is, is is going out? You know, no, it's fine. Um, you know, because we're not a we're not a traditional wealth management company. I'm not I'm not a financial advisor. We're a software platform. Yeah. You know, I think that's a, it's important to make that distinction. But um, really helping them understand. You know, listen you know, yes, it, it could get rough, it could get tough, um, but we're going we're gonna to ensure that you have t- done everything in your power to protect your family. Yeah. Oh, again, like, that's just so powerful. I mean, I, I sit here and I, so some of the manifestations that I've seen and that I've experienced personally, you know, just as a, for instance, so, so diabetics, or at least all of the diabetics that I've known of, you know, we have to go get our A1C tested mm-hmm. um, every few months. And your A1C is a blood sugar average. And it just kind of tells you like, this is kind of where your levels are. Um, you know, because uh, I am an entrepreneur and sometimes my my cash flow is unpredictable. <laughs> uh, let's go. That's the nice way to say it. Um, you know, sometimes I don't go to my A1C appointments. And sometimes, you know, I have my my the prescribed pharmaceuticals and I might not take them every day as directed because I want to make them stretch where I can. And I know so many people, you know, you're, you're living with a lot of financial burden over, over the course of time. But then to your point, like, yeah, like way down the road, we know that this is not an unknown. We know that it's going to get worse as we get older and it's probably going to get a lot worse. And so being able to plan for that and being able to, to again, bring that peace of mind to a very, very um, fraught situation, <laughs> yeah. um, just really cool. So, so talk you. to us a little bit about the, the platform of Iris, like the particular. So when we're talking about financial management, financial strategies, like ways that you can bring... Th- it, that empathy piece to the, your finance. Um, talk to us about that. Like, what does the, what do the the nuts and bolts of the platform look like to deliver that kind of impact? Yeah. So um, the so as I said earlier, uh, user comes in, they register, they link their accounts with Plaid, uh, and they're provided a dashboard uh, that um, it creates some projections, some projections on their net worth, uh, allows them to make some changes to the assumptions that we that drive our models. But the empathy and the thoughtfulness and the impact really comes from our insights. Uh, so the insights that we have on an account level basis uh, that can uh, help the user save more, identify opportunities, 
to to uh, improve their financial situation or resources that they can access uh, that can help them in certain situations. Uh, you know, there's copay assistance programs that are provided that are uh, offered up by pharmaceutical companies and uh, providers. Uh, so, you know, disease specific, you know, where are where can you locate those re- resources? Um, there's also associations that can help uh, pay, pay for bills on the medical side. So having I have found in my journey and, you know, I've confirmed this with others, all the resources available are very fragmented right now. It's very yeah. difficult to find, you know, what is available to me to help me in my day to day. Sure. Iris brings that all together uh, in our insights and says, hey, you know, step one. OK, check. Step two, check. Step three, you know, and you just go through the process of of um, of of in ensuring that you've uh, really made sure that all of the resources are working for you. The systems work resources are working for you and in, in your best interests. Um, you know, importantly, we don't sell product. We don't push product. Uh, we don't sell your data. Uh, so we, we charge a we charge a price up front uh, and yeah. say here here's the value of our service as determined by our previous users. Uh, but we make a promise that your interests are what matter to us, not our affiliates' interests uh, or some data vendor that we're that we're trying to to scratch their itch. So you're really living that value of being in business to help people. And in, in, in business, I, you see, often I think that like social enterprises and in businesses like yours that have like that have that empathy piece. I think that people often say like think that there's this perception out there that you can't make a profit if you care about people. And and are you finding that to be true? Well, we're so early in your in our journey, Lauren, that we're not making a profit. That's okay. Uh, that's that's okay. Like, that's, do you see that's the light we're at growing. the end of the tunnel? I guess is the better question oh, no, to ask. Then, no question. Um, boy, if, if I, 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 honestly, I mean, I, I've worked in the financial services industry for so long. With you know, wealth management industry has forty percent margins. Uh, so, if you can't build a business that focuses on wealth and not be profitable, then you're in the wrong business. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like being a pharmaceutical company. Uh, <laughs> you know, so a there's, really a, there's a tie in there when you parse through that. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, is there <laughs> is, well, we don't. I'm not going to go down the whole rabbit hole of wealth management business model conversation. That would take the long that would short take of hour. it is the <laughs> yeah. American health system is broken. <laughs> yeah. And it does not place people at the center of their own care. <laughs> well, the financial services industry, real quickly, the financial services industry and the health industry suffer from the same problem from a consumer perspective, the lack of transparency, right? The consumer has no idea how much they pay for a healthcare bill. They have no idea how much they pay for their banking services yeah. or how, how banks make money, how wealth managers make money. Right. Um, and because of that, you know, you get high, high margins in both cases. We're going to be transparent. You're going to know exactly what what you're paying on a monthly basis to be to be a user of Iris. Uh, and yes, we believe that we can make a healthy profit uh, that will satisfy any investor's interest uh, doing it that way. Yeah, I, I love that. Well, and, and to your point, like I I, th- I do think that a lot of 
organizations and companies and institutions intentionally obfuscate the issue. Cause like, I know that every time I go to the damn doctor, I end up with like five different invoices and some of them kind of say the same thing. And some of them are like, Hey, your insurance took care of this. But some of them are like, no, pay us right now. And I just don't, I don't understand it. And so, so yeah, like I think any kind of platform that can kind of pull in that information that is very, very, very confusing to the average layperson, you know, and sometimes deliberately so, um, you know, that that transparency piece that you're talking about is is going to be so key moving forward. Um, you know, just so crucial and critical uh, to to a person's autonomy and agency in in their lives and in their care and in their financial freedom. Um, love that. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to give a little plug here and I'm going to say, hey, friends listening. How are you? Startup founders and entrepreneurs, I'm talking to you now. If you suffer from a chronic illness and you feel like your finances and your future wealth planning and your uh, you know, your financial empowerment is is affected by your your chronic illness, definitely sign up for Iris. I'm just going to go ahead and and throw that in there. I'm sure that they would love to see you as a user. Uh, but now I'm going to ask you, Jeff, um, if somebody is not currently an Iris platform user, what are some tips and tricks and ideas that you can give them to to feel even just slightly more financially free and financially healthy? Yeah. Um, so I, I think two come to mind. Uh, so, you know, that that last element you talked about, Lauren, which is not knowing that, you know, what you're paying, you know, from yeah. a healthcare perspective. Um, that's, that's, that to me is, is unfortunately the reality of, of the U S healthcare system, but is not acceptable. Right. Um, and there's patient navigators. So if you went to the, you know, uh, American diabetes association and, and looked up a patient navigator, you could you could ask them to get on the phone and ask you to and and have them explain to you you know how, how does how is this working is there a better way to do it and that's a free resource to you right is yeah. you know patient navigators that associations put forth I probably wouldn't go through one from your health system uh, just because they are paid by the health system uh, so. Um, you know, I, I but I've found patient navigators that are uh, association driven tend to be um, more effective um, on, you know, so kind of uh, swinging to the other side and saying, listen, fees matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, they and certainly it's, add up. <laughs> they do. And it's it's not difficult to figure out what you're paying uh, for financial services providers, uh, you know. I'm a big believer in a lot of the fintech uh, solutions that are out there and the, you know, the, the democratization of finance that they've brought to the table. But some of them are extraordinarily expensive, like insanely expensive when you when you, you, you yeah. peel back the onion. Uh, and I don't think people realize that when you have a one thousand dollar account, but you're paying five dollars a month in a subscription fee, you're paying a six percent fee every single year. Right. Whereas you could take your thousand dollars, throw it in the S and P five hundred index fund, and pay forty cents or four dollars, right? You know, uh, oh, so man. yeah. Um, you said that, and I feel like such a dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, I'm well, sure that there's something in my finances that's like just that simple. 
so you take that, and that, but I, Iris can help illustrate that. Um, but you take that $56, you compound it over time, the savings, you compound it over time, you're putting that money in your pocket and not someone else's pocket. That to me is, is kind of... Uh, kind of a no-brainer. Well, and you can put it into an asset or a resource that that makes more money for you. You're talking about compounding, you know, compounding interest, compounding benefit. Um, so, so yeah, like, I, honestly, I, I, I know so many people who are intimidated at the thought of, you know, investment and, you know, wealth management strategies and, and long-term growth, um, you know, of portfolios and things like that, because it's, it's, it's a lot of, vernacular and it's a lot of things that people are like we're not taught this in school um you know you just kind of have to learn by doing it's so sad like i mean a lot of the work that i do is in education because i'm like hey let's teach our kids like how to actually be adults uh (laughs) but you know i digress uh but that being said you know just having having a tool at your disposal to kind of help you count those things down, track those things. And ha- also, I think one of the the key things that I'm getting from, from Iris, and I am going to, I'm actually going to go onto the website when we hop off here and check it out. But I think one of the things that, that we're really, really talking about is how do you, um, how do you manage all of it? You know, having, having a dashboard, one place where you can come to and and see like all right this is where i'm paying fees this is where i can save money this is where i can better advocate for my health and these are the very very uh clear and delineated steps that i can take to do so um yeah like that's a really empowering thing now i'm gonna i'm actually i'm gonna empower you I I don't want you to feel like i'm picking on you but i'm gonna ask you you know what are what are your next steps well, uh, so m- my next steps are to continue to uh, help uh, the users of, of Iris uh, sure. and to onboard, you know, to grow, right? So employee, employee growth, uh, uh, fundraising, right? I mean, uh, it, the ABCs of entrepreneurism is always be closing users and investors, yeah. uh, you know, because you need to fund that growth. It's engine. a nonstop so, hamster wheel and we all it is, fucking love it. It is. It is. <laughs> So that's, you know, on the, on the, uh, that's on the professional side, on the personal side, you know, I've got three kids that are growing up, uh, and, uh, just continue to support them the best I can as a, as a, as a, as a loving parent and, and shape them and mold them to the best of my ability so that when they are off in the world, uh, they're doing great things and, and helping to solve real problems, um, mm-hmm. that, that, cause there's enough of them out there to solve. For sure. Well, and I'm going to ask you, you know, the the Founder Institute, you know, you talked about the fact that they they kind of brought you to a pivot and they were like, hey, you know, what is unique about Jeff and what is unique about Iris? What can you offer to the world? But you mentioned that you have three kids. So I got to ask, um, you know, this pivot that you have now undertaken, it sets your kids up for greater success. They're not going to have to be, they're not going to have to worry about, you know, dad's long-term future care or anything like that. So, so does it feel real? I I imagine, but does it feel really good to know that you are, you're not just helping, you know, so many people out there, but you're also helping your own family and your kids feel stronger in your future? No question. You know, uh, that, uh, I, I do sleep a little better at night knowing that whether we succeed or fail with Iris, I have, I'm trying to solve a problem that um, can can do some good 
uh, in the world, uh, not just to uh, people like me, but me, right? right? So putting putting the putting the action into place of all the things that I'm recommending. You know, Lauren. I mean, these are a lot of these things are things that I've already put in place, given my background in finance. Sure. Uh, but I'm learning new things every day as we go through the process, uh, especially you know with the the disease specific models and what my future might uh, look like. Um, listen, these are projections, and there's a sure. there's some variability uh, in terms of the outcomes. But yeah, it does it does feel good. Well, I'm going to I'm going to give you an assignment uh, when we hop off here. I'm going to ha- have you I want you to at, tell your kids Lauren Conaway. That's not going to mean anything to them. But Lauren Conaway says that they need to tell you how proud they are of you. OK. Have they done that recently? I, I'm oh, like no. wagging my finger here. Oh, no. That's They're four, they 14, 11 and nine. Oh, no man. Way. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm in the throes of it. All right. You're you're like right in the thick of it. Well, all right. Maybe in a couple of years, they need to come and tell you how proud they are of you. Like, thanks, dad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask the human question now and I'm going to piggyback off of the kid conversation. And I'm going to say my, well, my question is, uh, you get to take a family vacation wherever you want. Money is not an object, but it has to be spent on the family vacation. Where are you going and what are you going to do? Uh, well, we, we have wonderful memories of in, in the Bahamas as a family uh, on the beach. Uh, so um, that that's where we would go, uh, especially given the ages of the kids. I think uh, there'd be less whining. Uh, you know, I, I personally may want to go to France and, and just go to Burgundy and drink wine. Uh, but I don't mm. think my kids would have a good time. Yeah, so, probably not. Uh, There's a lot so, of cool stuff in France that yeah, you so we'll do. Go, we'll go to the Bahamas, uh, you know, enjoy some time on the beach, go to the water slides at Atlantis and and uh, and, and and enjoy life. All right. That sounds like a fabulous vacation. That's going to be your assignment. I'm going to be like, hey, Jeff, right. I feel like you need to take the kiddos out. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. I, I really am like, I know I keep saying this, but I really am going to like, I want to go check out Iris and be like, Hey, how can it help me? Uh, so, so thank you for the work that you're doing, but thank you for also coming on the show and, and talking to us about it. Thank you, Lauren. It was a pleasure. I, I really enjoyed it. Good. I'm so glad. Uh, well, I, another thing that I think you founders and entrepreneurs will enjoy is not having to worry about developing your software product. And do you know how you can get out of doing that? If you need to hire software engineers, testers, or leaders, full scale can help. They have the people and the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts, a team of experts at your beck and call. I mean, how... How cool would that be? When you visit fullscale.io, all you need to do is answer a few quick questions and let the platform match you up with fully vetted, highly experienced folks, software engineers, testers, and leaders who can help you with your project, help you achieve your dreams. At Fullscale, they specialize in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more when you visit fullscale.io. And folks, I do want to throw in a quick reminder. Uh, You can find... Startup Hustle, you can find us all over the dang web. We we have a deep digital footprint and we want to meet you where you are and we want to learn about you however we can. So definitely check out. We have a chat group 
on Facebook, Start a Puzzle Chat. Find us on LinkedIn. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we want to connect with you, our listeners, hear your feedback, learn how we can better serve you. So definitely reach out to us. Uh, we are here and we want to hear your stories. We really, really appreciate the fact that you come back week after week and listen to the show. So keep on doing that and we will catch you on the flip side. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. Like we do it.